What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Essential Scares Podcast, the only show that dares to ask the question, is it essential? I am your host, Corbin, and joining me today is Bobby. Daddy's in a mood today. Oh, boy. Alan. Good evening. It is. <laughs> He's getting every, every... My God, he got it! (laughs) Oh, man. All right, well, we've got quite a show for you today. We are going to be discussing the film adaptation of the off-Broadway adaptation of the Roger Corman classic film, Little Shop of Horrors. (laughs) But before we get into it, Bobby has a spoiler warning. I do. This will serve as your first one and only spoiler warning for... The classic of the classic of the classic Little Shop of Horrors. If you do know what this this movie spoiled for you, please skip to the time code provided in the description for our essential spoiler-free discussion. This podcast will now and forever serve as a Rick Moranis stan cam. I will not be taking any further questions. Alan. Uh, Bobby's objectively correct. Rick Moranis is an absolute gem, and he's our star, uh, Seymour, in the show we get to watch. He retired for 23 years to raise his kids. Yeah, what a good dad. Mm Mm-hmm. So we have uh, a a failing floral business that is suddenly um, gifted through a weird eclipse event uh, Audrey 2, uh, an alien plant that uh, needs to be fed. What does it need to be fed, Alan? I'm glad you asked that, Bobby. Well, it needs flesh and blood to grow into this massive monstrosity. And of course, because humans are curious, the moment that they see this big weird plant, the business starts booming. But little, uh, little did they know what they had brought into their little shop. How did you do that? I I don't know. How did how did how did you how did you pull my voice out without me moving my mouth or vocal cords? How did well, you, you see, do that? I am actually a very talented ventriloquist to the point where it's scary. He's a wizard. He's I a wizard. I am Burnham. a wizard. This is fair. Uh, <laughs> so this movie this movie owns bones. Uh, this this, this, this right show out, owns out bones. Of the way, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it is, it is, a, it is awesome. I love, I love, uh, I, I, I am a big, we, this is a musical horror month. I'm a big musical theater boy. Um, this, this, this show has everything. It's so good. I don't, I don't get how you could hate this show. It's just so goddamn good, man. Like, and, and the movie adaptation is so good. You get, you got, you got Frank Oz, you got, you got, you got his puppetry. It's just, oh. Ugh, the sh- the songs and the the drama and the comedy and Rick Moranis being a song and dance man, who would have thunk? Not I until Little Shop of Horrors. It's beyond good, it's ten out of ten. Oh, giving giving away the 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 uh the whole sequence of the show there real early there, bud. <laughs> Am I? I don't know. <laughs> it, it, Are you gaslighting does... again? What is that? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't know. Um so have you guys both seen this like at, on stage? Yes. I have not seen. What? 
I this is my first time actually watching the movie. This is uh, I've only I've only ever seen it as a stage show. Oh wow! Okay. Mm. So I've my high school did it when I was in like seventh grade, if I remember sure. correctly. So was like that the year that they did Phantom of the Opera. Or... No, I I uh, that was senior year of high school. I want to say was it really? It was it was it was senior or junior year. It was one of those wow. two. Yeah. That um, was a bold idea of us. It went it was. fine. It went about it <laughs> went remember. as fine as a high school doing Phantom of the Opera can be expected <laughs> to do. Frankly. Yeah. Um, that's neither here nor there though anyway yeah so this was my this was my first time watching the movie and i've never seen it on stage before um it's one of my sister's favorite movies so i mean maybe i've probably seen bits and pieces of it over the years but i mean you've definitely heard the main theme like there's no I've way you've definitely had. heard the main theme yeah uh theme but i don't think i've ever watched it like front to back like this before and i don't know why but the it 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 simply was not what I was expecting it to be. <laughs> Good or bad? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I, I I guess I I knew that it was comedic, but I, I was expecting a little bit more from the 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 horror angle. I think the premise is strong, right? Yeah. Um and the first time that uh, Rick Moranis' character Seymour has to feed uh, Audrey too from his finger, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen, right? And that happens pretty quickly into the movie, and I'm like, oh man, this is going to escalate so fast, so much. And it kind of just doesn't. Um, like, Audrey too only eats one person. Uh, maybe, <laughs> I don't know, I was two, just expecting two. more out of that. Well, only the one was dead, though. Ah, oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Still, ate I thought him. it was gonna. I thought it was gonna be more of. I thought there was gonna be more like monster elements, and instead, Audrey Two was just kind of like vibing. Didn't really do a whole lot. <laughs> Vining as it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I I I can get that, but yeah. like, I don't know if like. The cast in and of itself kind of tells you exactly what you're getting. Like you're getting you're getting post OG SNL cast doing yeah. a musical that has yeah. some dark undertones. But like, I don't think that the I don't think that that means that Audrey too couldn't have eaten like two or three or four more people. Like, yeah, but you want but you want Seymour not to be a an evil character. You want to root for Seymour. That's like I so. didn't care. No, I I didn't. I I actually I was expecting Seymour to to like work with Audrey too, basically because he knew that if he did these things, he could get the girl. And so there was like a complexity to his character that I was expecting more of that I think we actually did not get. I also think Audrey too could have ate more people, and you still could have rooted for Seymour in that regard. Yeah, like I, I don't see those Why as not? like mutually exclusive. I would love to have seen because, like, the thing we can't stress enough is like the puppetry work in this is out of this. I mean, it's Frank Oz, so like it's incredible. Of it's course, incredible. it's going to be great, but like, this, I don't know if it, it'd be hard to say this is his best work because that's like that's a pretty bold statement. But yeah, I mean, Audrey right too. I, I know. <laughs> Audrey Two really is like a phenomenally well done puppet. It's it's yeah. I mean it's definitely up there for sure. Yeah, it's like very very good. The thing that gets me is like just looking at how they made his lips like function properly. That oh, is yeah. so like 
the detail and the work needed for that is just really, really cool. Um, but I also was left a little wanting, even though I'd already seen this film. I knew yeah. what I was getting into. I knew what to expect. But I still, I wanted more horror. Or at least I would have rather it gone farther down. I, I wish it went more dark with its under. Mm-hmm. Or I wish the undertones were more overtones of darkness as opposed to how subdued it is. Because, like, there... And you, you, it makes you think you're going to get that, especially, like, with Skid Row being the second track. That is very, right. like, upbeat, but an incredibly depressing song. Like, it it sets a tone that I don't think it ever really goes past. Like, it kind of just... I think it nails the tone. The The tone is, is like, it's meant to be, like... Like, this is dark, but, like, let's have a laugh about it anyway. It's the same thing as any other horror comedy that we talk about. it could have been darker and still have those laughs and have been better for it. I don't think it would be any less funny if it was. Yeah. Like, if there was a song, for example, a sequence, even one of the ones that are already there, that was, like, a montage of Audrey 2, like, eating people, I don't think that makes the movie any less funny or even, like, that much darker, but it kind of just solidifies a few things and is also one of those things that you definitely could have done as a movie that is maybe more difficult uh on stage it's like oh this is like an opportunity i think to Mm -hmm. really bring it home um and i think even in light of the fact that they made it a happier ending compared to the compared to the stage show like I think that there was a conscious effort to tone down how dark it is, especially with some of like the reshoots that they did. I know that originally the movie was a little bit bloodier, a little bit darker in general. Mm. I think I would have preferred that version of of the movie. Well, just... I mean, go ahead, Bobby. I know. I I think it's fair to want the original ending because the mm. the stage show has the original ending, and there is a there is a very there it's darker right like mm-hmm. there is no like yay seymour well, gets to marry at the end uh, you know there's some fun with that because it, it kind of nails that message that uh that it's this movie is hitting you with the entire time this like corporate corporations don't care about you and they will they, they will they will give you plants that will eat you like because you want to buy it like mm-hmm. that type of thing is like there there is that and I, I but I don't know I I don't I struggle with this idea that like they got the tone wrong because I think the tone absolutely works for this movie I like it because every like between the casting like it, and everything about it is like there isn't a scene in this movie that like could not be dark as all hell you have a sadist dentist who's addicted to laughing gas. It, like it's all about the fact that this is the backdrop of a musical and like you do not see some of the outward gory bits that's all like cast in shadows like a stage show would be that like that that's the only thing keeping it from being more scary than what you guys were expecting it to be which is like fair but it's a choice that they made not a like not like a flaw they made the choice to have this tone and i think it works for it at the end yeah i mean i would disagree with your language there because i don't think that just because something is a choice doesn't mean inherently not make it a flaw uh but i do agree that yes of course like yeah this was the choice that they made i mean the movie no, looks no. like a stage show in a lot of ways and i think that 
them choosing the, this tone from front to back was <laughs> intentional. Of course, that's what they chose. Yeah. My point is that I disagree. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no I, I, I am not saying that we're we're saying we're saying the same thing. I'm not implying that like us have no them making a choice could not be a flaw. I the disagreement comes with I just don't think it is. I think the movie mm-hmm. whole like it feels consistent. There's nothing that feels out of place. And some of those gorier elements in the in the backdrop of like I don't know, say uh, the Bill Murray scene wouldn't work as well if there was a a scene where like you see a bunch of blood and guts and like stuff like that. And the one thing that I will give you is that if you really wanted to see Audrey to eat more people, there could have been a scene where they, it's just her, like every so often they're in the crowded sales at uh, Mr. Mushnick's, like all of a sudden just people are going disappearing and there's like, there's like a boot or whatever. Like right. you could do that. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying is like, I don't, yeah. I think that there, that there's a way to make it, a little darker to make the horror elements a little bit more overt without adjusting like the general comedic tone. I think that the movie could, could be basically the same, but I think you could do those things in a funny way that would fit what the movie is. And I... Something else I noticed that was like, this is really kind of minor, but it just, the, the transitions. So in a stage mm-hmm. play, having your narrator or narrators in this one sing or do some sort of, something between scenes like makes a lot of sense i it just felt a little stilted for me when the narrate the the three they were their performances phenomenal loved their singing but like every time they came on it just felt it felt like oh we have to do this because this was a stage musical and we need to keep this part where whereas it, it feels like they didn't necessarily take advantage of the fact that this was a movie, and you don't necessarily need those transitions. You can get away think... with them not being there. I mean, it does make I... it feel more like a like direct adaptation of yeah. the stage. That's show. what I think this was meant to be. I don't I, disagree. I, don't, I... I just don't. I didn't want that. <laughs> if I <laughs> but, want the stage get... show, I'll go watch the stage show. But if, if you're going to present to me this as a movie. There are other things you can do with that that I think would make it its own unique identity. But, and but also that's its typically own how this stuff typically goes, I right? With you. Like, it, like if you if you watch a show that is a musical that is based off of a stage show, right? They're going to do it. They they want to keep it close, right? Because, and I I don't know. Like I feel like there are things that yeah they could have done, but like making it work, making something that is meant to fit within the limitations of a like a one stage one set type thing and turning it into a thing that has like this multi it's like way more complicated than to give credit for and then to add those things and make them feel i don't feel those didn't feel stinted at all that felt like a reminder like and i mean this in like the best way possible to me that felt more like remember this is a stage show. This is like hyper like stylized and this is a part of the style. And I really I really dug cuz I mean the 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 three actresses who oh, they who did the you know, oh, they were they, they were great. I don't think that. Yeah. yeah. I just and, I don't I just don't necessarily want that reminder. Like I mm. because of the fact that we have we already have we already have a George. We have that medium. We don't necess- I don't need it necessarily repeated to me. If you can do something new with the idea in a different format, I think that's interesting, you know? Like I, d- 
I just I think it it feels like there's a bit of a wasted opportunity there. And and not like that sounds harsher than I mean it to be, but that's like the only way I can describe it. Like there to me there was an opportunity here to take Little Shop and do something kind of different with it. And they didn't really do that. And I would have liked it. I guess I don't see the point of that. So like like can can you elaborate? I'm I I, I don't see the point of doing something different when this is like bringing something to a different stage so i think because of them being in a way shackled by the stage show and trying to follow it so much to a t i mean they ended up cutting out some songs maybe if you don't necessarily have those narrated bits you have the, some of those original songs that were cut out of the original show you can maybe have a more like holistic represent well i mean you're cutting out a bit so is it really a holistic representation yeah. of the show maybe not um but some of that other music maybe could have been in. Or you could have, kind of like we've said, more gore. Honestly, I, I still I still think that that's an avenue that would be interesting. I would love to see that avenue explored. Because it's... Because you're not... You don't have to show things in shadow. You don't have to. We have movie technology. We don't, we don't have to use the pastiche of the stage. We don't need to have smoke and mirrors. We, we just don't. So... Let's see what it is without that. And honestly, it could be garbage. I'm not necessarily saying my idea is correct. In fact, there's a good chance it's bad because it would lose some of that luster of the show. I don't, I'm not saying it's a foolproof idea, but if I already have the musical, I, I would like to see something, I, I, I don't mind seeing something different or a different interpretation of that idea in a different medium, you know? No, for sure. I, like... And I hear you, but I don't, there's just something, man, like, it, this is like a black comedy, if anything, right? And, like, the humor is, it's it's like a horror black comedy, where, like, it's very much, the horror is undertoned, yeah. right? With, with With comedic elements, it's a musical, and, but, like, the, um... The, the the themes are very dark and scary. And I think those are meant to like I those feel like the things that are just that's what it's it it is, right? Like mm-hmm. just the under it, it never wanted to be overtly a scary thing. Yeah, I mean it plays and, more with your your thoughts. Like everyone's afraid yeah. of the dentist. Who doesn't yeah. go, what if this guy just decides those gums look like they'd be fun to poke, you know? Like, yeah, that's scary. I get that. But I want more I want like I don't know. I just want more. Yeah, I want more. I, I, I think what I what I would say is that go, going back, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think that the transitions were bad. I w- I wouldn't say that. I liked them, but there were a lot of times when watching it where it was obvious to me that this was a stage play, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and for ver- for various reasons. And I would agree that overall, I'm not huge on that. I like it when a movie adaptation like takes advantage of the of the medium. Um, <clears throat> and I think I think that there are, without getting into exactly what could be changed, because I you know I think there's many things, but I think that I like it when they when a movie is a movie and not like. Like you know, it feels like this could have been the stage play, but with you know movie actors basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And I think that that comes down even just like set design and stuff like that. I think a lot of times they're trying to like kind of ape, you know, what you would expect to see. And yeah. I would, I like it better when they really, it's like the same music, the same story, but like it's turned into a movie. This doesn't yeah. necessarily feel like it's turned into a movie. It's like a film version of the stage, but not like a movie. Do you know what I, do you know what I mean? No, I, I know exactly. Yeah. To, to your point, I know exactly. When you think of like someplace green, right? That entire front yard is very clearly trying to be like, look, it's yeah. a stage. Yeah, and there's exactly. a lot of, yeah. yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, and I'm not going to fight you on that. Like, obviously yeah. at this point, my disagreements that is, is, is known. But like to, to your point, this show, it, it's like the first thing I thought was like, man, I want to see if there's a local community theater that's doing Little Shop of Horrors. Because I would love to audition for a Little Shop of Horrors. Sure. Like. Yeah, like, sure. like that's and, what I. That was the first thing I thought when I watched this. Was like, man, this is so doable. You can yeah. do this. It's awesome. Like, Seymour's made think, for you. <laughs> yes, uh, but like there, there's a, there's a lot of like really cool little bits, and like so I get excited about that, and I understand why other people might not. Yeah. So like, I don't think I can, that it, that's like a wrong thing yeah. you know for the record i mean i've seen a lot of music movies musicals that are either movies first or stage first and they do it they handle it a lot of different ways like um i think both options are valid i just <laughs> i have a personal preference to yeah know, a movie feeling like a movie i guess i quite like going to the theater so like i'm definitely wouldn't not go see this but i would want those to be like separate experiences i guess mm-hmm. and i and i can understand that i yeah. i i i guess i I don't need them to be. They're all. It's mm. all. It's all the art. It's all the art of acting. There's different yeah. styles, right? Like, like um, last week we talked a lot about it. Like uh, Bill Mosley is a very good um, um, uh, a film actor. He mm-hmm. was struggling in a in Repo, the Genetic yeah. Opera, because like it was very much meant to be stage acting on in a in a movie setting right it's very wide and he his wideness didn't work for some reason even though he is he couldn't have been wider (laughs) yeah yeah it just didn't work the the emotiveness of him didn't work there for some reason yeah um this movie again it does it really well like you get people who know what they're doing and have really good comedic timing like again i forget I, I never knew that Bill Murray was in this, but him. Yeah, I was surprised to see him. <laughs> him in him in that felt like it it changed things, right? Because it provides a dark tone. Because it's not about it's not about him inflicting pain that does it, right? Uh, or in uh, Steve yeah. Martin's character, it's about inflicting pain on someone who doesn't want it, and like the, it like. They do it in a way, like, again, this getting back to things I like about this. It's like there's these, like, little subtle characterizations that give you even more, right? That, like, he just wants to hurt people who don't, like, he's a sadist. Like, that's yeah. the, the whole thing. Um, I want to do something differently. Because okay, I, think yeah. we all, I think we all generally like this. But I have been the, the biggest defender of this obviously it's been and and you guys have been the biggest um kind of critics of this Mm. so typically i say if we're because we're typically always in agreement on this of like 
of um, likes versus dislikes. So I'm going to ask both of you guys to tell me what you guys really liked about it, and then I'm going to go and say what I didn't like about it. And okay. I think that might be a good uh, change of pace, you know? Okay. okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. So what did you guys like about this movie? Corbin, I'll let you go first. You, this is your first you time watching. Yeah, I've, I've seen this. Okay, okay. Here you go. Uh, I think that, I think that the comedy is very, very well done. I mean, the movie is funny, you know, and I laughed several times. I mean, I enjoyed watching those bits, like everything from the dark comedy elements of Steve Martin's character to just this stupid slapstick of the, of Seymour. Like there's a lot of layers of comedy in this movie and I think they all hit. So, I mean, for me, that that really worked, and I quite enjoyed that. Oh, for me, the music is, like, I mean, undeniably great. From my first note, first thing I wrote down, off the bat, the actual music of the show is going to be way better than last week, and it was. Um, Nothing against Repo, but Repo is a horror movie that is also a musical, this is a musical that has horror elements, and that distinction is very clear um, in just the actual music that we get. Um, you know, the the theme song is so undeniably catchy and upbeat, even though it's terrifying. Um, Skid Row, like the way they just slide into this kind of groovy, depressing song about living on Skid Row and how everything's fucked, like it. This movie knows how to set the tone with its music, and that's where it excels for me. I mean, any every time singing is occurring, fully engaged, very happy with what I'm seeing. And then they intermix the comedy in with that, and that's very enjoyable, too. Um, I mean, the, uh, uh, what is the, the, the Seymour song? suddenly Seymour like that's such a simple little melodic hook that they remember when I said last week how I wanted more theming throughout that's what I want like when you have music use your type of genre to its fullest effect and that's where I think this does show it's 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 really good it uses the music incredibly well so I'll, I just had to gush on the music. I had to. No, I I think... Uh, can I say... This is a criticism. I need this to be clear that this is a criticism. Okay. It shouldn't be a tight 90. This movie should not be a tight 90. Um, okay. I, this, movie, this movie should be longer. It should be a longer movie. I... Be, <sighs> no, for, 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 for a lot of the reasons that we've mentioned, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes this movie clips along too quickly. Other things could have been brought into it, right? Like, I I found myself feeling rushed at times. Um, like, and I was, I was bothered by that. Um, because I was like, what the fuck? Like, we're almost done already? Like, like, it, th- like, it start it almost, it doesn't feel unearned, but it starts to feel unearned, like you said, because, like you said, to your point, even though right, he only he only on screen uh, or they only on screen, I should say, because Audrey two does not have a gender. Uh, they only kill um, they only kill two people. They only eat two people, really. And so, like, there isn't this kind of creature feature esque thing, like, and that's the one thing that I would say that you feel a little bit. You feel the creature feature esque, mm-hmm. uh, spooky horror like macabre there um 
And you don't, and you kind of lose that a little bit with it being a tight 90 minutes. And you know it's a tight 90 because of horror movie constraints, because this was going to be advertised at least slightly as a horror movie. It's going to yeah. be, it's a horror musical, right? And so I, I really, I know it was the convention at the time and you couldn't get financing, you couldn't get a budget on a movie like this that wasn't a tight 90. But like, I don't know, man, I, it, it could have been longer. It probably should have been longer. And not and, th- and then that's not even just because I like it so much. I wish there was more of it, but like the movie suffers a little bit for for it being this short. Interesting. You know that this was actually Warner Brothers' most expensive movie at, ever at to the to the time. Well, maybe that's why it was only ninety minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. But it makes sense with how good the puppetry is, though. Yeah, I, I, like 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 the. Audrey too is so good. Like seriously, the, the lip syncing on is so good. Like they didn't use any like blue screens or anything. Like Audrey too is just there in person every yeah. single shot, and they had like two or three of each size puppet, and like that's expensive. It yeah. and it's very very good. I think you you see every dollar on screen, which is awesome. Yes, I I, I agree completely. I am I was blown away by how good it was. Um again having only ever seen sheep the state sheep yeah root. yeah, <laughs> right. sheep, like, yeah. A, a not 25 million dollar yeah. version <laughs> oh like yeah so like sometimes it's a person in a costume like <laughs> <laughs> look it's me uh, a pal audrey yeah. too <laughs> yeah i have a flower face like <laughs> here let's 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 have a white 40 year old man try to sound like a blues singer <laughs> Uh, goodness yeah but uh yeah i i i i really do like i really think like this movie is a really good representation of uh, of the stage show and if you like that like i clearly do you're gonna love this if you don't uh, maybe you'll still love it but you'll probably won't love it as much as i do yeah um but again, it it has limitations of a film that stage shows oftentimes like laugh at those limitations because they go, "This is going to go as long as you want it, as we want it to, and there's really nothing you can do about it. There'll be a half hour in a mission midway through. <laughs> there's two acts. Fuck you. Like, right. that's, that's, like <laughs> and the first act is two hours long. Yeah, yeah. And you're gonna love it, bitch. Like, it's yeah. like Jesus. Okay, I, I am. Okay, whatever. Like, <laughs> I guess. I mean, what am I gonna do? Leave? I'm here for four yeah. hours. <laughs> I made a night out of this. What? Do, uh... Yeah. This is a dinner theater. Uh, I'm full. Yeah. I already had a I full know. meal. Like, I, what the hell? I, I, I will say, and like, this is it's not directly related to Little Shop, but like, every time I've seen a show on stage that I've previously seen the movie of first. It's always like, wow, like this just keeps going. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. <laughs> I I don't remember this. I don't remember this song from Les Miserables. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that movie's already pretty long. So. Yeah. Wow, this guy can really sing better than Russell Crowe can. Wow. <laughs> imagine, imagine. Chavere, Chavere, Chavere's supposed to be a singing role. Color me impressed. <laughs> That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> Guess what? We're doing all four, baby. I got opinions on Russell Crowe in that movie. This is just going to turn into a musical uh, <laughs> a musical podcast. podcast. Can you imagine? Oh you God. fools. 
All right, next week we're going to cover Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, a classic 1960s musical starring that one guy who was popular in the 60s in musicals. I don't remember And his the name. week after that, we're going to cover Pippin. We all know Pippin. Pippin's fun. The greatest music. I love Pippin. Yeah, dude, Pippin's the wheel, the, the, not wheel in the sky. Yeah, wheel in the sky. Yeah. No, we used to sing that. My corner, my corner, corner of the correct. We used to sing that in uh, That choir. is my... That is my go-to audition song because oh if you can God. hit that, if you can hit that final note, everybody is impressed by you. I hate you. You're that guy. You're that guy <laughs> who says, "Okay, yeah, yeah." Uh, oh, uh, Mr. Dunlap, what do you, what do you sing for us? Oh, yeah. corner of the corner, sky. Corner of the sky. Yeah, <laughs> and go, you know, and they and they go, and I go, "How much do you want?" And and then they they go, "You know." Just like give us the last verse and be like, ha ha, <laughs> It's like a super high note at the end that you have to hold for like five bars. Um, this is this is unrelated to horror in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, you have to hold it forever, dude. And I do because I'm that good. Uh, <laughs> Alpha chat. Well, it, it's here. related to it's related to horror, right? I mean, yeah. what's scarier? Than, than the ego of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, but yeah, also Bobby's ego. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good God. Okay. Hey, you know what? Yeah. Let's rate this bad boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Bobby, why don't you kick us off this time? I so would we rate movies on a scale of zero to five with half points allowed. I have a feeling you're going to give it the highest score out of all of us. And so we're mm-hmm. going to go, we're going to try a descending order today. Okay. Okay. So we'll start with you, Bobby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's my thoughts. I... Right, I said it's a ten out of ten musical, right? And I and I I, I buy that. I I I say that. I I hold on to that. I love this show. It's really really good. I'm shocked that this is the first time I ever saw the movie, but like, it's made me fall in love with this show all over again. Which you know, like everybody loves Little Shop of Horrors. I'm like, I'm not unique in that. I'm, I'm <laughs> look at this guy. He loves Little Shop of Horrors. I, I'm being ba- <laughs> I'm being basic in the horror uh, in the in the musical community here, but I like that show. Whatever. Um, but as a horror movie, right? Um, it isn't right. <laughs> it's a it's a horror black comedy, right? At 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 best, if I want to be generous with it. So like, it gets a four and a half out of five because it's still a little shop of horrors, but it doesn't get the full five. I'm taking the half point off because it's just. It's not fair. It would not be fair to horror movies that like are that go full hog on it and don't get it right. Now, I want to say in a musical sense, right? Last week we talked about uh, we talked about uh, Repo, and I gave that a four out of five. Repo is nowhere near as good as this in a musical sense, but in a in a horror movie sense, they're pretty close. Um, where like the fun is there and this, the campiness of eighties horror is here in little shop of horrors when the horror isn't always here. And, and in repo, they are, it is a parallel to horror movies of the time. So like, I, I kind of kept that in mind as well. Um, I feel like it's something we didn't really get to talk about much because I went and got super defensive, but, um, (laughs) There is a certain level of 80s flair that is present in 80s horror that was present mm. here. And I think that that's something that was fair to say as well. Yeah, that's so. Me. So four and a half. Four and a half out of five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go next uh, because I'm, I'm Alan seems okay. very surprised. You, you already said you're going next. Take yeah, it away. I'm, yeah, I'm going to go next. Okay. Um, 
and I, I kind of didn't want to only because <laughs> I've really been struggling with what to rate this movie. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a three out of five. I think that it's an above average film that I laughed at and enjoyed, but I had some issues with it as i mentioned earlier and i also like i'm gonna be the outlier here i didn't love the music i just didn't i think that there it was good but i wasn't like oh my god the soundtrack and so i think that that for me was like "Mm." it takes it takes it away for me so i'm gonna say three out of five and i know that you both definitely disagree with me on that that's totally fine i don't think the music is bad you didn't like dentist i did like dentist but i didn't like it as i didn't love it as a whole all of the you music. wait steve martin is a the... gem i mean he's a five out of five actor and <laughs> everything so you wait until You'll be rating the episode yeah to start to going i didn't really I didn't care, care about the music. the music wow yeah yeah well because yeah, he's you know. a coward and wasn't ready for my wrath we didn't even we didn't even talk about the music basically i did <laughs> No, yeah, because we all little. because it felt like we all universally yeah. agreed that it was fantastic. This is a great musical. I think it's a good musical. Yeah, I do think it's a good musical. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it a three and a half, exactly what I gave Repo, and for kind of similar reasons, but in the opposite direction. Uh, okay. This is a phenomenal musical with touches of horror. Repo was a great horror movie with touches of a musical. So it's kind of like a, I'm in a very similar kind of feeling with them where it would feel disingenuous to me to rate one higher than the other, to be totally honest, because mm-hmm. I think they do the same thing, but at very different times and in the opposite direction of each other. Um, I love the music. Corbin's wrong. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Go listen to Little Shop. It's on Spotify, <laughs> Apple Music, whatever you use, it's there. Uh, it's catchy and fun. Three and a half. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you're both you're both wrong. This at least deserved a four. I'm sorry. Like I'm I'm sorry, guys. I don't I don't know what to tell you. Are you guys allergic to fun? Are you guys allergic to whimsy? Uh, even even my <laughs> Alan was definitely not expecting whimsy no, to be the that is not, not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? The other thing we do on this show is discuss whether a movie is essential to horror as a whole. Uh, for anybody that skipped ahead to this spoiler-free discussion, uh, Alan gave this movie a three and a half out of five i gave this movie a three out of five and bobby gave it a four and a half out of five um happy to now do it. i mean how could you not be right if you were unhappy to do it that'd be odd <laughs> i gave it a four and a half and i'm not excited i don't like that <laughs> begrudgingly <at all. laughs> i have to give this a perfect score five out of five <laughs> i want to find a movie bobby begrudgingly gives a high score to that sounds like a challenge there's one. There's a couple, actually. That yeah, I, I was going to say, there's, there's a few that I think so. Um, following the same order as our scoring, Bobby, mm-hmm. is this movie essential? Sure. I have to reiterate. 
is this movie be essential a movie to horror? <laughs> sometimes, sometime this month, uh-huh. that will not be essential. Uh, I, I am very clearly showing my ass in my bias <laughs> towards musicals uh-huh. this month uh, with my ratings. My essentiality scores, I think, are important. And I mean, I say this to say that, yes, Little Shop of Horrors is essential to horror. My reason being, we talk a little bit, and we've given other movies that they've said it's it's been essential because it's baby horror. Mm-hmm. This is a really good baby horror. It's a movie that's scary without you without you recognizing it, and it's funny, and so it and it does that in a really good way. It shows you the the same setup for a ton of horror movies: punch, uh, tension and release, these punchline setups, yada yada yada. I think that and it and it does it in the same flair of a good, highly stylized '80s slasher. It's got that same kind of like grungy brightness that a lot of those like 80s slashers have right i think that this really works and i think that if you were a kid in the same way like like with ghostbusters as well ghostbusters is another version of this where like you're a kid who wasn't super into horror movies but you liked little shop of horrors maybe this would have gotten you into it i think that there there is enough here to pull you in and i think for a lot of people it probably was so yes it is for that reason yeah okay um hmm. <laughs> now you're thinking huh so no <laughs> yes but no <laughs> i'll say that i was pretty sure about what i was going to say in advance and actually i i I, like Bobby, was pretty sure about what I would say in advance for all four of these movies. Due to, for various reasons for each of them, right? And there are two movies that we're watching this month that I had never seen before. And this was one of them. And so I had to, you know, rethink about that a little bit because I never had actually seen it. I was just going off of, like, what I'd heard, basically. I think that everything that Bobby said is totally viable. I think that these are accurate things to say. Um, you know, I have a lot of respect for Bobby and his opinion, but I'm going to have to disagree. I'm going to say no. I think that, you know, would I say yes for musicals? Maybe. But would I say yes for horror? I'm going to say no. And it's because even though Bobby's reasons are strong and I don't disagree that this movie could be used for that purpose... I think that there are other movies that accomplish that exact same thing that are a little bit more horror forward. That would be a little bit, that would be a better entry point to the genre. Um, even other, other movies that are made for children like gremlins or something. Um, and so with that, I'm going to say no, because I also, after watching it, I didn't really feel like there was anything that I could point to and say that this was like a lasting influence on the genre. I could be wrong, but that's how I felt after watching it. Alan? No. I don't think this is essential to horror. Um, I think that there are other avenues with which you can get people into horror. That's not this. This this feels like, if, if we've talked about like Weenie Hut Jr.'s, 
access to <laughs> horror. This is Super Weenie Hut Jr.'s access to horror. Like, it's, it's to me, it's... Some people need Super Weenie Hut Jr. Some people need that. You know what? I'm glad it's here for them. But when you look at horror writ large, we don't need Super Weenie Hut Jr. We don't. Like, it's just not what we need. Some that. people need it. Are you saying goosebumps? You we no. don't need goosebumps. Goosebumps is, is Weenie Hut Jr. Yeah. No. No. Yes. <laughs> Are you afraid of the dark? Is a better entry point. Frankly. Are you afraid of the dark? Is legitimately scary. They that's kill kids saying. in that, in that yes. show. Yes. I mean, Scooby Doo is Weenie Hut Juniors for horror. Like this. Yeah. Like, yes. There's a lot of Weenie Hut Junior that's entry my point. points. Scooby Doo is a huge. Is it, this is this is very this is the same vein as Scooby Doo. Absolutely, it is. I don't know about that. Oh man, no, I just don't <laughs> think it. I don't think that Little Shop gets there. It's, it's close, but no cigar for me. Yeah, it's got horror aesthetic. That's what. It, it, even if it's not horror forward, it's got horror aesthetic. That's that's my it, point. It absolutely does sure. have, have a horror aesthetic. I don't disagree with that. It's not super weedy hook, Junior. <laughs> Bobby's so mad. Bobby like Bobby got out of the show. He's like, all right, we all loved it. It's going to be a fun time. We're all going to agree. We're all going to say great things about it. And he gets into the call, and I'm like, and the first thing I say to him is, you know, I like this movie, but I didn't love this movie. And from that point onward, Bobby has just been slowly dripping into madness. I don't understand. I legitimately don't. I like... I, I, Again, I asked the question before. What is your what is what are your problem with whimsy? What is the problem? <laughs> you can have a whimsical horror movie. I don't understand. Oh god. I, uh, oh. Speaking of whimsy, what have you guys been up to? Where's your <laughs> dumbass handles? Oh man. Uh you can find me anywhere at Corbangerang. Uh, I'm especially active on Twitter and uh, soon on Instagram. Uh, tonight, uh, the day of recording, I am starting a 27-day painting streak to get my army for Warhammer fully ready for the crusade that we're starting in May. And so if you follow me on either of those, you can expect daily painting updates. Something actually interesting. Um, besides that, I haven't really been up to anything unusual. So that's me. Follow me for that. You can find me at a seal punter just about anywhere, uh, mostly on Twitter talking about disc golf and <laughs> Elden Ring because that's all my life is at this point. <laughs> um, I don't really have anything going on, you know. I'm I leave the country in two days. That's pretty cool. Uh, I yeah. have to do my check in for my flight tomorrow. Uh, very early in the morning, so that's gonna be. I mean, I'll be up at that time anyway for like work-related purposes. So whatever. Uh, my wife and I are gonna go get pedicures tomorrow because why not? A pedicure, dude. I look. Whatever this like bullshit is, like men shouldn't get pedicures. That like whenever that happened, fuck that. Y'all are dumb. Pedicures are awesome. Okay, yeah. it's a wonderful yeah. experience. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Being Love pampered it. is great. Exactly. It's wonderful. It's just nice. Yeah. <laughs> Super. Take care of yourselves. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we're kind of like starting vacation mode after work tomorrow. So uh, You know what's fantastic? Getting a pedicure and then having a nice cry afterwards. That's right. <laughs> it's nice. Nice feel nice to feel things, men. Gentlemen. 
Sorry, sorry I only I'm feel sorry. physically, so yeah. I wouldn't understand. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know with your hatred of whimsy. <laughs> Speaking of whimsy hatred, again, uh, Bobby. Yes. Where will you tell us about how terrible whimsical things are? Uh, I love whimsy. I love fun. I love good times. I like great things. And you can find me at twitch.tv slash threadweenie. I swear to God, as swear. my witness, I it will. I I promise you, if you follow me on twitch.tv slash threadweenie, I will make something happen with that. I I want to so bad. I just need to find time, and I need to find a way to do it, and I need to find days. Um, something's got to give, and I and right now it's been that, but it is something that I really want to do. I really enjoy streaming. Um, the problem is is the way that my life has been right now. I'm in a D and D campaign on Mondays, day of recording right now for us today. So as soon as I get off of here, I get to spend about half an hour with my wife, and then I have to come back down here to play D and D, um, and or get to come back down here and play D and D. It is something it's I too enjoy. late. Bobby hates D and D. Uh, but so i i do that um i um i stream destiny so i've been doing that besides that work has been fairly all-encompassing so it has been taking up most of my time so not much of anything i have slowly been what listening to dune but not nearly enough for it to matter um it takes a minute to get into anything so Oh, that book in particular. It's uh, it's pretty pretty thick with the details. Yeah, Yeah. yes, it is. I I enjoy that, but it's just not much. Um, Yeah, that's that's pretty much me. Not sincerely, not a lot. I know it's I know it sounds bad for that to be a thing, but I'm trying to I I want to be streaming. I want to be back into streaming so bad, but I got to figure it out. So I will do that soon. Um, But twitch.tv slash threadweeby. Yes. There we go. Uh, you can find the podcast anywhere at Essential Scares. We're active on Twitter and uh, on Instagram and Facebook. On all of our socials, we have a link to our Discord, which we'd love it if you joined. We talk every day about movies, music, games, TV, all sorts of stuff. So swing on in there, ask questions, give suggestions, uh, and let's let's hang out. Um, but that's it for this week. Uh, thank you to everybody for watching and listening. If you like the show, give us a rate, a subscribe. Five stars on Apple Podcasts would be kind of dope. Um, share with the family if you uh, you know if you like us that much. Thank you to Alan and Bobby for being on the show with me this week. Next week we're going to be discussing the Johnny Depp opus Sweeney Todd. <laughs> thank you to uh, everybody again. I've been Corbin, and this has been Essential Scares. Feed me that breakdown, baby. (laughs) 